I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Glasgow Dad Podcast, where this week we're talking about everything gambling. Ladies and gentlemen, don't take gambling advice off a guy who's not got a pot to piss in. You see, if I won a lottery, I mean, people would obviously try and kidnap you, right? And they'd go, right, Glasgow, we've got the boy. Give us the money or we're going to ride him. However much you try to be middle class doing and bigger, he's buying scratch cards. He's scum like his old dad. That's good, son. You know, I like a, I like a wee... A wee flutter, but it's not the same anymore, you know? Because everybody does it on their phones. They've got to... I remember the good old days when you would go in the bookies, you'd be standing in the bookies, and everybody knew each other, and everybody would go, and you would get tips. <laughs> tips. Now, we Rusty was a postman, and you fuck all about anything, but he could pick a horse, and he would go, this one, 71 shot, and you'd put £4 in it. Four pound on it, twenty eight pound back, man. But in the days, the days used to pay the tax, did you? But we Rusty knew how to gamble. He was, he was, he just. There's guys know things. There's, there's. It's fixed. You know that. No. Right, horse race is fixed, and there's people that know what's happening. You could, you gamble. Did a lottery. <laughs> right. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Right, and. See when you're watching a horse race, right? You're watching a horse race and you've got money on a horse and it's fucking bombing it, Rune. Bombing it and you're going, oh, come on, you're fucking, come on, you're getting in there, get in there, peephole or whatever the horse is called. And then just as it gets to the final furlong, the jockey pulls it up. He pulls up, he stops, whacking the horse and he, he pulls up. Yeah, fucking... It's fixed. I'm convinced it's fixed. The amount I've I've watched and it's been dodgy. I've even been to the track. I've even been to race courses. 
And you, you know, it's a great day out, but it's just a couple of pounds. As long as people don't go mad with it, Aye. that's the problem. People go mad with it, but, but we'll cover that in a minute. But gambling, ah, great days. Used to be in the bookies, all the boys are there. And, you know, I remember one day somebody farted in the bookies and it was evil. It was fucking evil. And my cousin Bobby, he used to mark up the board, right? It was, it was oh, wasn't he electronic? Like who farted? He would mark, no. He turned around and went, who the fuck was that? I mean, it was rotten. And then everybody kind of, it was weird. The smell was coming from the middle of the room. And everybody kind of moved toward the far walls of the bookies. And there's a wee guy just stood in there with no teeth, laughing his cock off. It was clearly him that done it. <laughs> We were going to start to take bets on who done it. <laughs> who shot they selling the bookies? I'll have 41 on it. I'll have a pound on the wee man. The guy with uh, the brown stains. Nah, it was not good. He was... He's a favourite. He, he was 92 on. There's no money on that. You're not going to put a pound on that. You're only going to get about 12 pence back. <laughs> there was a guy where I used to drink in the old club in Huddingston and he would run round all the pubs and take up these bets and take go to the bookies for them. He'd be running about with all these bookie slips and all this money in his pocket. Right. Just running about the place. Well, so, so guys guy. would be, they're too lazy to go to bookies. <laughs> and he would take he the bet. So did the bookie pay him? Well, he would go and put the bets on. But was he paid by the bookies? What was think, in it for him? I don't think so. But you remember the old days? You remember the football pools? Uh, the pools? I mean, see before the lottery, right... No, no. You, when you put a bet on, you put a fixed odds coupon on, right? And a horse, a couple of horses, an accumulator. You would never win big money in the bookies unless you were really, really kind of lucky. But there was the pools. I mean, back in the seventies, the pools was the lottery of its day. If you could get eight score draws, right? Out of the, all the football fixtures, you won a million pound. And that's when a million pound was a million pound, right? When if you had a million pound in the 70s, you were absolutely made for life, right? I mean, it's these wankers that won it, right? And they didn't give up their job. See, these fuckers, the, the money should get took after them, right? And get to somebody that knows how to enjoy a million pound. I mean, these fucking idiots, they win a million pound on the pools and go back fucking bleeding radiators in a warehouse on a Monday morning. Get a life, man. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But that was the holy grail. Like the day, it's the lottery, in it? Mm. If you won the lottery, I mean, it's millions then you're set for life, that's you. Don't need to lift a finger, employ a chef. I mean, I'll have a chef working for me. And I'd have a butler. Mm -hmm. um, no, a guy, you imagine lying in your scratcher, right? Imagine lying in your bed with a woman you've hired. <laughs> maybe he's I, maybe he's not. Right? And the butler would come in with a daily record on a tray. And a boiled egg <laughs> and a, a cup of coffee or something. Good morning, Glasgow Dad. I says, Glasgow Dad to you. <laughs> and good morning, Glasgow Dad. Your your newspaper, sir. No bother, straight to the back page. You see how the well are doing? 
Nothing about the whale as usual. <laughs> anyway, I would have a butler and a chef, man. I would have a cook. But your grander, my da, he thought he'd won the pools. This is the point. He thought he'd won it. He used to check it with a, the full classifieds. It, about quarter to, quarter to five, yeah. or as the full classified results would come up on World of Sport or Grandstand. And your grander, he'd be sitting there going, he'd check the numbers. And he would check it and he went, every, most weeks never won a curdy, never won a curdy, nothing. This one week, it was about 1977, 78, he's got eight score draws. He was going, I've, I've won, I've won the pools, I've won the pools, man. Fuck, right. He went next door, the guy next door, and he went, Shoggy, I've won the pools, have you won the pools? Shoggy comes in with a bottle of whiskey, mm -hmm. celebrate. And then it somehow gets all the close. Everybody in the close is in the house, bringing bottles, bringing so fucking straight away. He's won the pools, so we're fucking keeping in with the guy. You would never get a steam after pish, <laughs> the neighbours. They wouldn't give you the steam after pish. But, oh, that's oh, oh, a different thing, he's won the pools. We're all coming in with drink and... You know, I brought a quiche and a fondue. Well, it'd be a sausage roll or something. And they'd go, oh, well done. They'd give my dad a drink, your granddad a drink, they'd drink away. And he's going, I'll need to go up and get the paper and check it. You would get the pink paper, which was the first early edition evening paper. And he checked it and he'd never fucking won. He never won. He got one of them rang. Because you couldn't pause the telly in eight days and check it again. You couldn't, you know, put it back or nothing. So you had to wait for the pink paper. He walked up to the shop and got a pink paper. I remember I went with him to get a paper and he got back down the road and he checked it and he never oh, won it. Oh, God. And they were all fucking raging. Up the close, fucking shared their whiskey with him, brought drink to him. You know, they fucking, they were raging. They dumped him like... Uh, he was embarrassed. He was embarrassed. He had to walk about with a bag of seed for the next four months. <laughs> it was a shame for him. It felt for him. Oh. But he swear to God, he genuinely thought he'd win it. And so did all these arseholes up the close. I know somebody that get five numbers in the bonus in the lottery. They get 30, what did they get? They only get 36,000. Only get 36,000? But, but that's low. That's low for Could that. Anybody... Look, who in their right mind would get, I only get 36,000? 36,000 is awesome. <laughs> but you've still got six numbers. But 36 grand, would, if you won 36 grand, that'd be great. I'd be raging. You'd be raging? If I get if I get five plus a bonus, I'd be thinking, God, how could I get six? That's how my oh, mind you, you need your arse kicked. You know what? You're, you're just a fucking malcontent. That's your problem. You need your arse kicked. If I won 36 grand, man, I would be, I would be on a cruise for six months. I would be straight on booking a cruise or go around the world for six months for 36 grand. I'd get you a cruise. I'd get you a good cruise. Let's see what the people think. If you get five numbers plus a bonus ball and you only get 36 grand, would you be slightly disappointed? Because you did technically get six numbers. 
I'm going to say, so, see if that's the way you think. <laughs> see if you think 36 grand is a, is a piss poor result, then you need to look at your life. Your life is fucked. <laughs> well, I'll 36 talk... grand's a fortune, man. Talk... A fortune. Talking about folks' life, it's fucked. Because I know a guy that bought Livingston Football Club that won the lottery. Oh, well, that was... Uh, well, he lived out in Motherwell or Hamilton or somewhere. He's uh, you John McGuinness, the lottery winner. What he did was he won £10 million and made the... Might have seemed like a good idea at the time made the, the decision to put it into a football club, which is a fucking disastrous idea. And apparently I lost all the money. He could have bought Livingston the tune for that. But aye, 10 million. He would have got fucking Broxburn as well. Aye, for three. Aye. John Boyle, who is a millionaire, a mega millionaire, worth a lot more than 10 million, maybe worth ah, a lot more than that. 70 million, 100 million, I don't know. I mean, he owned Morrowell and he shot it. He he was, he was owned Morrowell and he, he went, ah, I need to get rid of this. That's, a football club's a liability. If you're a businessman, I don't think football's an investment. Mm. I, mm. So he did, this guy went under then? I think John McGuinness lost all his money, aye. I mean, he, he ended up with... with Never had anything left as far as I'm aware. And then they two folk near. Remember, they got it was in Largs. Largs this fella, Colin Weir. I mean, he won 160 million. The Euro million. I mean, it's impossible. Impossible. Unless you buy Twitter, because you're a fucking idiot. But it is impossible <laughs> to lose 160 million. Well, he lost half of it because I think he half to his wife. And well, his wife divorced him. Smart <laughs> woman. Because he went, I'm going to buy Partick Thistle straight away. The wife went, I'm getting to fuck. Right. <laughs> no offence to Partick Thistle, but any club. Investing in a football club is yeah. no a good business decision. I'm going to wait till his cafe. So, and, uh, <laughs> so he had £80 million. Pound. I mean, as far as I'm aware, he didn't end up penniless. I think he blew. He blew £40 million. I mean, how the fuck do you blow 40 million? I mean, what, what are you buying? A World War II battleship and living on it? They, they, I don't know how you blow that kind they of money. You must get hounded with folk, though. Want money oh, begging letters, man. Constant. Aye. I would be, what do you call that? I wouldn't want to know. What do you say? The, what's the word? No publicity. Aye. I mean, see, see if I won a lottery, I mean, people would obviously try and kidnap you, right? <laughs> and they'd go, right, Glasgow. <laughs> We've got the boy. Give us the money, or we're going to ride him, and then we're going to kill him. I says, <laughs> uh, I tell you what, save you. I'll save you for the pain. I'll give you the money. Don't touch the boy. You'll probably end up with VD. Anyway, so <laughs> they would kidnap you. You would become a target. So we would need no publicity, because the other side of it is, right? You would need to buy a big house, like a castle. With gear dogs and guards and machine guns. Because you'd got these ball bags that'd be trying to climb out of the water, come in and kidnap you. And I, I wouldn't want them to kidnap you, son. We would have to go for no publicity. But they would see me with a golden bonnet and a golden cardigan and go, Do you think he's the guy that won the lottery? <laughs> Something no right about Glasgow, da. 
he's walking about with this guy in the morning, so it says he's his butler. And and he's got a chef cooking his dinner. Do you think? And the boy's got his his barnet's looking brilliant. <laughs> he's clearing it back to Vancouver. He's got a hair weavelet Antonio Conte. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You wonder what the adrenaline must be like. For what? Watching the lottery and the first number comes out. Then the second number. Aye, because I can't even handle being in a bingo. <laughs> I mean, when I'm in the bingo and see if I'm waiting in one number, I mean, my heart starts Aye. racing, man. I come back and say, I've got you a double and you're like... Yeah. I know, I know. I, I mean, in, in the bingo, see if I'm waiting in one number, I'm like, oh, no, no. I can't take it, the stress. I'm nearly having a stroke, so I probably wouldn't have watched a lot of results. I'd probably prefer to... Look them up in the paper. Fuck, can't be arsed watching it though. You just scan your ticket. And is, it st- is there still a program? Is there a lot of the programs still on? I think it's. Do they still do it live on the telly? I don't think it's on the telly. I think it's on online now. Right. But you, what you do is you, it's a QR code you scan with an app and it tells you if you've won or no. So there's no that real feeling. Eh? See what gets me? I, I, I think about this. See if you've got your tickets and you take them into the shop to check them. Can can the, the the shopkeeper? I just wonder about this. Can the shopkeeper check the ticket and it's a winner, and goes, uh, "That's no a winner," and keep the ticket for his sale? No. My first job at the co-op was selling lottery tickets, and everything's filmed, so there's a camera on you at all times. So you would be investigated with that. So they could do it then. You could. So do suppose it. I come in with a winning ticket. Aye. I come in with a winning ticket, right? And uh, you're behind the counter, and I say. Can you check that? No, I don't know. It's one. You you put it in. And you go. It's a jackpot ticket. There's nothing on that, pal. Do you want me to throw away? There's nothing to stop you doing that. There's no visible sign that it's a winning ticket to me. Is that right? There might be a light in the machine that goes off in it. No, <laughs> well, there's no. Is there? Firebox. No, I don't think there is. No. Well, so you could do it, and then you've only got. Then it's up to the cameras to check it. Mm-hmm. So you used to get folk coming in and say I won like a thousand pound or whatever, and they'd give you a tenner or twenty quid because they sell you sell them a ticket. Is that right? Uh, they'd maybe only won like four numbers or f- maybe five, but with somebody odd that won five, and if our friend won five plus a bonus, but I never sell them that. But people used to get abused because the till cuts off half an hour before the draw. That's right. And folk used to say, "See if I win, I'm coming back for you." And you're like, "Well, you were late. You're fud." 
<laughs> Fuck off, you Aye. fucking bonnet. Like you get some spanner that had the syndicate and you were like that. They had like 24 well, quid. Well, some... I remember when it first started, like the lottery, right? I mean, it was, it was madness. The whole world went mad. It started in 94, didn't it? Aye, 94. 1994. The whole, well, Britain went mad. Every bam and his brother was playing lottery, including me. Now, I was working at the time, and the, the people in the work, so it was 17 years in a syndicate, and it grew to 27 in the work. 27? If we won a couple of million quid, you'd have... All right, it's still a fair, a fair amount, right? But 27 in here, for fuck's sake, right? So what happened was... I put it on every week, and I was the guy. And I'd go every week and put the tickets on. There was 23 in it, 23. So we won a 40, and we won two tenors over the course of a few weeks. Now, so, and I said, what do you want me to do with these? Oh, just keep the money by, keep it in a kitty. I spent the money, I drank the money, right? So what happened was... There was one week, I was always intending to pay it back. I mean, it's not like I've fucking ran away with a menage. <laughs> so I swallowed the money, shaming me, shaming me. But I, when I was a younger man, I had issues, but not as many issues as him. Anyway, the point was, I'd tanned the 60 quid. So we never had the 60 quid. Now, there was a big double, triple rollover. Something like the jackpot was... <sighs> I don't know, 25 million quid. And everybody in the work says, what will they, we'll take the 60 quid with a ready one plus the 23 and buy a load of tickets. And I went, ah, fuck. That means that Saturday morning. I've <laughs> I wasn't even meaning to pay it back then. I've got to take 60 quid out my bin. Ah, fuck. Right. And I've got to buy 83 lottery tickets. <laughs> ah, shit. Right, but you go to do it. We filled out all the slips because you had to fill out the slips in the days, right? You filled out all the slips, 63 fucking slips. We done it in a work, right? I went, right, I'll put these on. And you can't even put them on in case they come up. You can't even do it. I'm an honest thief. I had to do it. I had to take a 60 quid out of my bin, right? And I, on a Saturday morning, I remember getting into the Haddos. It was a lottery machine running away. And I went in, and it was a fucking queue out the door because it was roll over every bam in their dog saying, oh, it could be me, it could be me, because that was the advert, it could be you. No, been a win for weeks. And I'm in the queue with 83 <laughs> the slips. And I, I got up to the front and I went, could I put these on, please? And she fucking looked at me and went, you've got a problem, mate, right? Puts them all in, cheap fucking taking ages, and it's parkied Haddos, for fuck's sake, what the fuck's going on here? What's your fucking game? Fucking hell, mate. My wage have got school on Monday. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Usual. I got fucking calm down. Hey, fuck off. And she... she Got all the tickets, she went, £83, and she said it loud to shame me. 
And she went, £83. And I went, thanks. I gave her the wedge. I, she, I went, thanks very much. And as I turned, there was a wee woman right behind me. £83! You don't fucking need to play the lottery. That's a fortune, son. And being fucking judged on the way out the door. You know what? Never won a fucking curdy. 83 quid doing the shitter. I could have been pissed all weekend on that, mate. On that wedge. But this is the evils of gambling. Oh. Don't gamble. It's no big and it's no clever, kids. I actually had to get gambling up because I... Uh, I think, I don't know what year it was, but it was a World Cup. I think it was around 2000. It was either 1998 in France or 2002 when it went to Japan and Korea. It was, aye, it was 2002 then because I put £240 on South Korea to beat Germany. Because I thought, I think South Korea got to the semis then or the quarters. I think Japan did well in that one. It was South, it was one. South Korea and Germany and Germany beat them. And I lost two hundred and forty pounds. Well, Germany got to the final that year. Aye. Never ever bet against the Germans in a World Cup because the chances are, all right, last two World Cups have been pish, but the Germans are always there or thereabouts at the mm. end. I mean, they've won it four times and been beaten finalists three times. <laughs> so the only gambling I do is I'll put Euro Millions on if it's like a big prize, like maybe above twenty five million, because any less is it's not worth it, is it? And then I'll also uh, do a scratch card. I like a scratch card. You truly are a working class person. <laughs> However much you try to be middle class doing and bigger, he's buying scratch cards. He's, I'm proud of him. He's scum. He's just scum. <laughs> scum like his old dad. That's good, son. You had that sort of scam, no scam gone, but you were trying to put hundreds of bets on for minimum return. Well, well what, what I did was, uh, everybody's got a system. Right, I've not got inside knowledge on a horse racing. But what I did was, you use that thing on your phone now. You use the apps, you just play a couple of pound a week. And it's just the, the 10 pound a week. You don't lose any more than that. And what I decided today, instead of putting on eight teams... Because there's always something that fucks your coupon. And it does your brain in, right? I mean, last week, right, I had the six Premier League games. I had five of the games with early payouts. I had them up. So I had a six team, six games. Fucking Murrowell Drew. Murrowell Drew was St. Johnson and fucked my coupon. I would have got 26 quid back for 50 pence. Right? <laughs> and Murrowell fucked me. Murrowell's always fucking me, right? So... Anyway, so what I decided today, you put £5 on, £5, and you put 25 pence on 20 separate games. And you bet on all the games. So, and they're all short odds, like evens and stuff like that. And so you deploy a fiver, and you've got, you've got 25 games at 25 pence each. And then if it comes in, you get your stake back plus another 25 of its evens. So for £5, you get £7.50 back. And then with £7.50, I bet on 10, 20 teams. I chop it up and then you get maybe £9 back. But it would take you a thousand years to be a millionaire. And then one week you do it 
and you put it in it and it all gets fucked or too many draws and then you're screwed again. So it doesn't work. I've tried it because I've got time in my hands. I'm in the house. I do this. It doesn't work. Don't gamble. It's no big and it's no clever. If you go to gamble, set a limit. £10 a month or something like that. Because I love a puggy machine. Oh, puggies. Don't go near puggies. Puggies are pointless. Puggies will take the brakes off you in 15 minutes and have you homeless in a week. Uh, cops and robbers. Amazing. Oh, I don't get near anything like that. I used to see when you used to win the puggy, a guy I know used to make, you had to buy everybody a drink. In the, in the... When you win the puggy? Well, what's the point of winning a puggy? <laughs> that was... What is the point of winning a puggy if you go to buy everybody a drink? It's fucking pointless. <laughs> it's not as if you hot a hole in one. <laughs> what about novelty bets? Do you ever do that? Like, is it a white Christmas? Who'll win celebrity? Well, um, Trump being the next president of the United States. Have you already put it on? No, £20 on a big man. No, you've no. You've have. done it already? All right. <laughs> what do you get back? Uh, the odds are short. The, the biggest thing is going to do, I know. Let us know in the comments if you've got any bets on. What's the mentalist bets? Aye. Let us know. What's the mentalist bets you've ever, you've ever bet on? Or what you've ever, I guess, what you've ever won. Aye, what have you won? But you never hear about the wins. You only ever hear about the amount they've lost. Mm. What about casinos? Well, we've both been to Vegas. Ah, uh, we have. Well, I play roulette. But I always bet on the first 12 numbers, and that's it. But you never win at that either. Because the green one screws you. The first 12 numbers in 1 to 12. In 1 to 12. Right. First third, is that what they're called? Aye. So I don't know the terms, but... I don't play a lot. I, I don't... That's your, your, see if you play... Look, the gambling organisations, be it the casinos or the the websites, they're making billions for a reason. There's a, there's a line in the film Casino where Ace Rothstein's character says... This is what it's all about, money, your money, tons of it. The trick is, to, the players don't stand a chance. Keep them playing, in the end, we get it all. You're no going to get rich gambling. And anybody that says they're a professional gambler, it's no... Uh, white man speak with forked tongue, Jimmy. It's be careful. I don't believe it. The only people that seem to make money, and I read a book by Peter Taylor, the guy that used to be Clough's assistant, mm -hmm. Brian Clough's assistant, he knew people who owned racehorses and he had inside knowledge, which clearly, to me, shows that horse racing was fixed. It was in his book and he talked about how he used to get on race courses and place bets and get people to place bets and he, and he had to do it that way because he was known and he would always win I've never known a gambler that always wins so he must have known something the bookies didn't which means something funny's going on it's fixed I used to like dog racing but then my wife said they treated the dogs cruel so I wasn't allowed to go the dogs is quite exciting, I but it's it's a pure it's it's a pure lottery. I mean, but that's I mean, the fun. The, but when it stops being fun, Aye. 
When it stops being fun, stop. Yeah, but if they're right. not treating the dogs right, then it's a bit crap. Well, I had a mate, right, who had greyhounds and raced. And the sort of skullduggery that went on is unbelievable because what would happen is he kept his dogs in a kennel behind the, the building uh, where they lived and, and, and other dog owners. So, so suppose the dogs had a race the next day. <laughs> this made me laugh, actually. People would come around in the, in the middle of the night to his kennels and throw ash at pies for somebody's why the ash at pies I don't know they would fling, fling ash at pies over the wall into the dogs kennels and the dogs would eat the <laughs> the dogs would eat the ash at pies and then they would get took to the race course next day and they'd be fucking bolting the ring and all that they couldn't run because they're full of ash at pies <laughs> That's, that's true that but some people do struggle with gambling don't they in terms of addiction and... sadly and and if 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 you've got that don't go and get help go to gamblers anonymous don't gamble if you can't control that don't do it stay away from it it's like some people can't handle drink they go mad in the drink don't you you best find a way to avoid it i think it's the adrenaline isn't it it's the when you're watching a race or you're watching aye, something aye. it's just the hit you get when you go a coupon up you know when you that's how this you've got cash outs now online so you go a coupon up and maybe maybe you get lucky right you get a coupon up and you maybe you could win a two hundred pound, but the cash out's a hundred and twenty pound, and you've only maybe put a five or own. You would go, oh, do you know? Good, will I cash out? Or will I take the chance it might go all the way? And then as it start, you you might get it up. You know, I it's it's that adrenaline. It's it's the excitement of it. That's the thing that's I suppose it makes it addictive. That woman for Bet365 is always pining or selling her family about 100 million a year bonus. It's her business. It's, it makes profits of three, four hundred million quid. But what, what's that making profits off the back of? I mean, she's one of the biggest contributors to the Treasury in terms of tax as well. If she's in the 100 million a year bracket, She's got teams of accountants and lawyers have got ways of reducing the taxation on that income. That's her bonus. Well... That's not her salary. Well, it's if it's paid bonus. as a bonus or a dividend or something, if it's paid directly and she pays income tax on it, great. But it seems to me that the more money people have got, the less tax they actually pay. Yeah. Since they've taken those those roulette machines of Lord the Stakes to £2 a roll, I think. I they? never saw them. I don't uh, know what they are. So they used to be... That was a big problem with gambling and bookies. They were like crack in the bookies. Basically. <laughs> aye, they were like... The Did you used to play them? Aye, the roulette machines. Really? Aye. You used to play them? Aye. And how much had you ever lost? Probably about in the hundreds, I'd say. You So you stood there... Uh, you'd lose hundreds in one day. I'd live hundreds in ten minutes. You're fucking joking. No. If I'd have known that, I'd have kicked your ass. Aye. But That's I stupid. Aye, I don't touch them now. 
Uh, oh, because they're only two pound a stake. But no, genuinely though. And it, you just feeding pound coins in uh, it? Yeah, the, at the Ford's market there was a. Oh, place. don't get near these machines. I would never get near these puggies on it. Mm. No chance. I like to play poker tournaments, and I always get my ass handy to him. But it's only a twenty pound buy-in. I like the puggies in Vegas because they do loads of cool things. The puggies in Vegas are world class. <laughs> Fleecers, man. I mean, it's the it's the gambling capital of the world. Maybe in Macau in China as well, or Shanghai or something. But the money Vegas must generate is astonishing. There's a strategy. Then. And what? There's a strategy in Vegas oh, for the puggies. Pish. The strategy in Vegas is the casino gets all your money. That's the strategy. That's the only no, strategy. Basically, the puggy machines pay out a lot more when their customer. And traffic facing. Okay. So who are you know sitting in a fucking gold plated house? Shut up. <laughs> because don't, uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't take gambling advice off a guy who's not got a pot to piss in. It's like it's, you get all these arseholes that go, "Hello, would you like to me to tell you how to get rich?" Well, the first question you ask a guy is, "Well, how much did you fucking make last year?" Ten bob and a scud book. Fuck off. Never let a poor man tell you how to get rich because he's not rich himself. By the same token, don't listen to this fanny about how he beat puggies in Vegas. He's no got a pot to piss in. Well, on that note, no listening to me. We actually had a voicemail from a, a listener. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to listen to that now and see what you think. Well, it's good, uh, It's your boy Shouts here. Listen, got a question for you. What is your take about farting in public? Many, many frown upon it, but many, many gym goers just drop one and fuck off like a ninja. Wherever you be, like your wind gang free. But it's, you know, it's these sneaky bastards today, silent ones. <laughs> like that guy in the bookies. That was evil. <laughs> Even the horses were dropping down on the screen. Oh, <laughs> And remember, you can phone Glasgow Da or leave him a voice note on 07386 891 812. So we actually got a call from another celebrity. Let's have a look. I feel like Glasgow Da, it's just Jim here. I, oh, loving the new podcast. Who's this? Jim. Oh, it's Fermer Jim. Uh huh. Listen, I was just wondering, do you fancy coming up to the firm to help me spread some fertilizer? I'll send my boy up. He's been spouting shite for years. Fuck off. Uh-huh. And I would like to thank Farmer Jim, a.k.a. Jim Smith, for submitting us that clip. And let's see what you decided was the best clip from last week. Dad, you want then in for the chippy? Yeah, the fat bird behind the counter and make it a supper. Fuck off. Now remember, we're playing the Glasgow Comedy Festival in March, so make sure you grab some tickets. All already, 50% of our tickets have sold out, so what's the odds on that? Probably about 21. Please do give us a thumbs up on Apple Podcasts, and please, if you could leave us a cheeky five-star review, it helps others to find out more about what we do. That brings us to the end of this episode. So if you enjoyed it, please tell all your friends. And if you didn't, fuck off. On a serious note, if you are struggling with gambling, you can phone the National Gambling Helpline on 0808 8020 Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.